Good morning, or afternoon, or evening. This is Donna Reesh with Character, Inc., Raising Kids with Character, Homeschooling with Character. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast episode, Wandering Wednesday, in which we answer questions that readers pose to us about homeschooling, marriage, parenting, writing, teaching, and so much more. Today, I would like to follow up last week's um, college and young adults, kids living at home with something that we get asked a lot and that I was asked during the course of that uh, podcast episode quite frequently um, by readers. And so that is the idea of CLEP testing or testing out of many classes for college. Let me give you just a little bit of history so you can see where I'm coming from and you can see the experiences that we've had with this. Um, Our son is 33, just about, and when he was um, in high school, he was about to go into a um, law program that um, you had to have your first year of college under your belt before you could join it. You had to actually, not just not just your first year of college, but you had to clep out of your first year of college. It was actually a little bit more than that. You had to clep out of um, clep being college level equivalency program or examination program. And you had to clep, so to speak, out of the four major cleps, which some are worth like six and some are worth eight humanities, science, social science, and English. And um, so you had to clep out of those in order to even get into this program. So that was our very, very first experience with clepping out, so to speak, was that uh, our son, who was 17 at the time, was about to graduate from high school, wanted to go into this law program. And in order to go into that, you had to clep out. So... um, he got some CLEP books from the library and started studying. These, uh, the ones that he took, are called, or used to be called, and I assume they still are, the general exams. It's not, that is, it's not a specific, you know, English comp or English lit or world lit or um, biology or whatever. It is the four, this, this was the four general one. So it is um, English which includes a couple of English classes, um, social science, which includes included um, like World Civ, and, and um, I'm not even sure what that all that included. Um, science, which was a general science, not a specific like biology or chemistry or whatever, um, and um, humanities. And so that is not specifically... It does translate into other CLEP courses, but it doesn't necessarily translate into course for course. Um, It is more of a competency, I guess you would say, um, to show that you are able to do something else uh, that comes next. They do. He did end up translating those into courses um, later on, but to begin with, it's somewhat of a competency thing. So his senior year of high school, that's what he did, and um, he passed all three of them the first time he took them, uh, and then 
No, he passed all four of them. I was thinking about my husband's CPA exam. Sorry about that. Uh, he passed all four of them, the one he barely passed, but he did pass all four of them right away. And so then he enrolled in this law program and decided he didn't want to do law um, after several months. And then he began uh, on a course of clepping out of or testing out of his entire degree, which was in uh, a history degree, not a teaching degree. It was just a... Um, more of a liberal arts. It was just a history. He was a history major. He got a history degree. And um, at the time, he went to a testing center to do that. And he was there for several months. And he tested out of three years of college and several months. And then he came back home and um, got married, finished testing out of um, a couple more then there were two classes for which there were no tests. Now, when I say tested out of, his degree was uh, history, so there were it was he was able to test out of almost all of it. There were tests for almost everything that he needed, um, including uh, the CLEP test, as well as a couple of other tests like TSEPs, I think they're called, and some other Army equivalency test. And so on. Now, he went to a testing center, and then he came back home, like I said, and then he had to take two classes. There were two classes for which he, there were no uh, tests available, so he took those two classes and got his degree from Thomas Edison University, which uh, Thomas Edison is kind of the, the mecca of testing out of a degree. If you've ever heard of them, um, we have another daughter right now who will finish her degree in June, and she will have gone through Thomas Edison rather than going to a testing center, and hers is in communications. So let me back up a little bit and uh, talk about how he knew 12, 12, uh, 12 years ago, really, what he was doing. We didn't. We had no idea what we were doing at the time, and that is why he went to the testing center for several months because it wasn't something that he felt like he could really. We really felt like we could figure out on our own. There was a book, um, and it was uh, very helpful, and it's in the handout actually uh, by Brad Voler um, about testing out of your degree and, and alternative ways to get degrees, including testing out as well as. Um, going through Thomas Edison, taking some courses through them, and also uh, portfolio uh, development where you show what you know or show what you've learned through a portfolio, uh, which I will say right now, our, none of our kids did that. Um, they tried to turn in some things for, um, for classes, but the portfolio is, we found it to be very extensive and very time-consuming. And at that point, the kids would rather just take the class because it's the the parameters, at least for the ones that they tried to do portfolios for, were just so so vast. I mean, when we when we read about the portfolios, we we're like, oh my word! You know, our daughter single-handedly started a disability ministry, which became the largest disability ministry in Fort Wayne, and 10 years later still runs. She started that as a high school student uh, and still reaches out to 100 people with disabilities every week with a church service just especially designed for them and um, has many other outreaches to it. You know, so we were looking at that going, if anybody can portfolio, it's her, you know, or um, uh, other kids have just done you know, a lot of things, speech and debate, some things with drama, teaching. They've done a lot of teaching because we have cottage classes for homeschool students, and we have 240 slots um, 
of uh, of, cl- of cl- courses, classes that we offer, and, and most of our kids have taught uh, taught in those. So you know, we were just looking at it, going there are so many things that they are knowledgeable about, so many things that they should be able to club out a portfolio out of, and and it just that didn't work out as well, just because it it was um, the annotations and the uh, the exact exactness of that was just time consuming so we didn't do that but um, after our son did that through the testing center and through Thomas Edison and through Brad Voller's book accelerated distance learning um, after at that point then um, our next child came along and she was going into nursing and um, so we had the book then and we knew quite a bit about testing out of classes and so on and so forth. And so we set out for her to test out of many classes. Now she ended up getting three degrees, an ASN um, in nursing, a BSN in nursing. Later on, she did her bachelor's completion and a BA in biblical studies. And then she has a master's and is working on an MDiv now. But um, the, she was very limited in what she could clip out of because of nursing. Um, she could, and also because of the first place that she got her first degree. That was kind of funny because the place that she got her first degree, her ASN, of course, when, when you go into something that you're getting a two-year degree or a three-year degree or something like that, an associate's of, of some type, um, there aren't very many opportunities to clep out because there aren't very many general education. I'll call those gen ed. But the gen ed classes, the ones that you need before you start in your major, are very limited when you have when you get an associate's. And so, um, because they just get you right into your program pretty quickly. And uh, that was one thing that she had. And then another thing that she had was that one of the colleges that she got one of her degrees from, they did not allow, they did not accept very many clep tests. So that limited her also um, on what she could clep out of. So that was two reasons why she was more limited. Any clep that she took, she passed immediately with flying collars, and um, she was a very good uh, test taker. And she's actually um, got uh, a perfect score on the ACT verbal two times. So clepping would have been ideal for her if she had wanted to clep out of an entire degree. Uh, just because of her testing skills, but because of her degree, her major, and also where she went, she couldn't club out of as many things as she maybe would have um, otherwise. And so then our next child came along, and she was getting an associate's in biblical studies with uh, an emphasis or certificate um, of uh, disability uh, ministry. And... um, so her degree was very limited on what she could clep out of also since it was an associate's. And um, then the next child came along, and that's the one who is right now finishing her communications degree. Um, and so she will be done in June with a communications degree, and she will have tested out of um, a, a big chunk of it. Um, she's gone through Thomas Edison completely. She did not use a testing center. And, um, I'll tell you how, how you go about doing that in just a second, but that in her degree is in communications. Our next child, um, (laughs) I think I'm on number five now. Our next child, uh, was going to, 
uh, Moody Bible College to major in pastoral ministry, and uh, he is just finishing that as well as finishing a master's in pastoral ministry uh, with an emphasis on preaching. And so you can guess that with an emphasis on preaching and um, also with a master's, a bachelor's to master's program, he's doing a five-year program in which he will have both degrees, a, a bachelor's and a master's. Um, that's a unique situation too. So uh, that was, he was kind of limited on his clips, but he worked super, super hard to find out what all they would accept worked super hard to find out. He uh, actually stayed at home for um, a year and worked on his CLEP test and worked um, in a factory. So um, he was very determined to go with a lot of credits. So um, he the legwork that that took. I'll, I'll just explain that in just a minute. But um, that was his degree. And again, he was a little limited because of his degree. And also... Um, even just transferring credits. Uh, Moody Bible College doesn't let you transfer Bible classes from other places and so on. So, um, uh, and, and all of our kids did college in high school. Every one of them did college during their junior year of high school um, to try to, to work on credits as well. Um, since we homeschool, they were able to go ahead and get their, uh, do their classes, um, like early entry, um, you know, kind of like what schools do with AP or something like that, where you can actually get college credit. Well, our kids went to local colleges, Huntington University, Taylor for a while when it was still in Fort Wayne, um, IPFW in Fort Wayne, Indiana, as a branch of IU in Purdue, and um, Ivy Tech um, here in Fort Wayne. So they all did that too. So they were either clepping out of or taking classes during their junior and senior years of high school um, as well. And so that's number five. Number six uh, also is a nurse, and he just became a nurse. He's 20. He just became a nurse uh, shortly after his 20th birthday, just a few months ago. And um, he did the same thing as our nurse daughter did, our first nurse daughter, and he got his associates of nursing and um, was very limited in what he could clip out of. And now he's doing a bachelor's completion and a, um, then on to a master's in nurse practitioner. Our seventh and last child is a senior in high school. And his entire senior year is nothing but a CLEP program and math from high school. He still has a math class to finish. So, um, so during his entire year this year, he is doing nothing, doing nothing but clepping out of classes um, for what degree we don't know yet. So that is our history. Now, um, there are a number of things that you'll want to do if you're, you think you're want, your child wants to clap out. First of all, you will want to get Brad Voller's book, Accelerated Distance Learning. Second of all, you will want to read everything you can at the Thomas Edison website and, and probably even talk to somebody there. There's also a program that is available that's similar to what our son did when he went away to a testing center for seven months. Um, and... It is called College Plus, and in that program, you sign up through them, and they take care of all of the legwork. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, my word, there is no way in this world I'm going to be able to do what they have done to figure all that out, um, then College Plus might be for you. It's not nearly as expensive. It's a fraction of the cost of going to college, but... Um, 
uh, they do do everything for you. And it's a program and it's laid out. And now you're, now you're preparing for this CLEP because this is part of your program and you're going to get this degree from this college, usually Thomas Edison. And, um, you know, so this is what you do first. And then when that's done, you turn all that in, you pass a clap, da, 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 you have a counselor. I mean, it is all just laid out completely for you. That's called College Plus. Now, if you want to do it um, yourself at home, uh, these are some things that you need to consider. There are two big things to consider when you even first start thinking about taking CLEP exams. Uh, it's kind of redundant to say CLEP exams, but anyway, to take CLEPs. Uh, and that is that, um, or TCEPs or Dante's, those are the three kinds of tests, but CLEP is the one that's most generally accepted. The other ones, one is a military test that is accepted places, but, um, and there, those are other ways that you can get also test out of some some classes that there are no CLEPs for. There might be a Dante's or a TCEPs. Um, I'm going to talk about the two choices in CLEPing that you will probably be facing um, if you are looking at um, one of these avenues for your son or daughter, and then give you um, the kind of the pros and cons and also the steps that you might need for those two choices. The first choice is to CLEP completely out of a degree. Uh, this would be similar to what my oldest son did in history and what my middle child, our fourth child, uh, our daughter, is doing right now in communications. That is, they clept, took Dante's, took T-steps out of everything that they could possibly take it out of, take, on, take those classes for. And then when there were no more tests left um, for the classes, then they took so X number of classes. Um, Joshua's was a little bit different because he uh, only had two classes that were not that tests were not available for, so he just had to take two classes, and I I I can't even remember it was like University of Cincinnati or something, and then another one was at another state, and then those just got banked at Thomas Edison those classes, and then they went together with all of his CLEPs, and um, if you do your research, like I suggested a little bit ago, and really check out Thomas Edison, you'll see what all they offer in terms of um, taking care of all of that for you, banking all your credits, and and so on and so forth. Again, if you want more help than that, then that's when you'd want to go to um, College Plus. So the first choice is to do all CLEP, or almost all CLEP. That means you're going to get a degree through Thomas Edison. Yes, you might have to take a class or two or three or five, depending on the degree that you're choosing. But for the most part, it will be a CLEPT degree or a tested out of degree. The second choice is to CLEP um, as a part of another degree or test CLEP as a part of a degree rather than the entire degree. And this is if you are getting a degree from someplace. Um, my uh, second child got her nursing degree from IPFW in, in, in Fort Wayne. That's an IU-Purdue combo kind of um, extension uh, campus. And so she was able to clap out of some things for her ASN. Again, not very many because it wasn't associates and there aren't that many general classes to clap out of, very specific classes in nurses and nursing, and they don't let you clap out of nursing. Um, then she also clapped out of some of her classes um, for her uh, Bachelor's of Arts in Biblical Studies at Southwestern University, which is a Bible college. Um, 
it's also a liberal arts, but I mean, it's a, it's a Christian college and they allowed X number of CLEPs. So she CLEPed out of those. And then she continued to get her degree at those places and the CLEPs just went directly. She just, when she filled out the CLEP form, took the test, she just put that that's the college she wanted it to go to. Um, then the, uh, you see, what, what child am I on here? Okay. Then, um, our son who did the Moody, um, pastoral ministry and his master's right now obviously he didn't clip any of his master's but he was very diligent to find out what they would accept met with them talked with them and and took his claps and sent those to moody so that is what i'm talking about when i say the second choice of um just clapping as part of a degree okay so let's go back to the first one first and let me walk you through some steps there because some of those do apply to the second one as well if you want to clap out of a degree completely Um, Here are some things to consider. First of all, you need to consider whether your student is super, super great at study skills and um, a good test taker. Now, um, the ability to clep out of a degree does rest in part on intelligence. That is true, but that's only in part. Um, I have seven children, and they all have varying levels of intelligence. Of course, we think all of our kids are smart, and I think all of my kids are smart. Um, there's definitely not none of my children, you know, have learning problems in that way. Two of them were dyslexic, and one severely dysgraphic as well. It just so happens that she's also the one who has all the degrees and got a perfect score on her ACT verbal twice. So dyslexia and dysgraphia do not have to hold you back um, uh, it from from achieving a, a lot. I mean, just a lot. She's working on her fifth degree right now, a master's of divinity. And so... Um, not those kind of learning disabilities. I'm talking about the kind of learning disabilities where uh, your intelligence level would be um, affected by it. So your IQ, so to speak. Um, yes, it does help to be smart and have a high IQ, but I have a couple of kids who are smart, you know, not necessarily, you know, genius or whatever, but they're smart and they're great students. I mean, outstanding, outstanding, organized, diligent, studious kids, but they just didn't test well. They did not club well. And they are the same students who did not do that great on the SAT either. In spite of getting really good grades in high school and in spite of getting a super high score on the nursing entrance exam, CLEP tests just kind of eluded them. They just really weren't that great at it. And so, um, but they are so gifted that to say that they're not smart enough to CLEP would not be an accurate statement. So um, I say that to say that yes, high intelligence does help, but it's a combination of things just falling right. And definitely kids with a large background of reading do well with it. Um, when our son went to take his one of the general exams in humanities, he said, I had no idea anything about these paintings that I had to uh, answer questions about, anything about various art pieces that were, that were in the club exam for the humanities. I didn't know things about the music. Um, we didn't do classical. Um, we did some classical things, but not, not extensively um, with him. He said, I didn't know any of those things. He said, but I knew so much history, I could put it all into a historical context and somehow answer the questions. So definitely the background of experience has a lot to do with the ability to clap. Um, 
Again, not everything because, um, you know, they were all raised in the same home, all read aloud to the same, and so on and so forth. So there's some things to consider. Super great at testing, um, you know, a fairly high intelligence level, but that alone will not will not do it. And um, pretty driven. I mean, it, it is discouraging to prep and prep and prep for club tests and take the practice test and still be points off from the, the score that you need to pass. So, um, so definitely driven. Um, also, uh, consider um, the fact that, yes, getting a uh, degree thoroughly, fully through testing out does mean that you... Um, can't have a degree from a certain college. So if a certain college um, that's like distinguished, for instance, is important to your child, then um, then CLEP testing might not be the way to go because that could be, uh, you know, that'll be a deterrent to that because it is a very, um, I don't want to say generic, but somewhat generic, definitely not... Um, you know, Harvard or Yale or, you know, even, um, you know, Notre Dame or something. It is a, it is a degree. It's not a bad degree, but it's just a degree. It's not, a, you know, you don't have anything behind it to say, you know, I've got, you know, this degree from, from this certain college. So if that is a, if that is important, then that clipping out entirely wouldn't work. Um, not too specialized of a degree. You can't. Um, there are some who became who ha- have become teachers through that, um, but you'd have to check with Thomas Edison. I'm not sure at the time that my son did his full degree, uh, teaching wasn't an option. So he just got a history degree without the teaching. Now he teaches with us. We have 240 student slots in our cottage classes. He teaches history literature. I mean, he is just a, a fantastic, magnificent teacher. Um, and so the degree, he learned how to teach from taking teacher courses from the library. Uh, he used um, um, great courses, those te- those courses. He used those on video and on audio and fully developed his teaching abilities, um, or his teaching knowledge, I guess, through that. And then his teaching skills he developed through, tr- through trial and error, like all good teachers do. Um, but at the time, there wasn't a teaching degree available. I would guess that there is one now, and I would check into that. But specialized degrees are are not going to work. You can't go pre-med and, and clep out. You can't go, um, I doubt, I don't know about this about degrees. I would say pre-law, pre-med. Um, I know nursing, you know, doesn't work. You can't get a full degree out of two specialized um, degrees. So... Uh, that's another thing to look into. It can't be too specialized. Um, lastly, and this is kind of funny because it is the kind of the opposite of what I just said a little bit ago, but um, one child, like I said, is testing out of her entire degree, doesn't bother her at all, just studies, and she's a really good student, really good at testing, you know, just just studies and takes the next test and does great at it. Um, our oldest son did the same thing, but now looking back, he says he wishes that he had gone to classes for everything. And so that's something else to consider. You, While a child who loves learning, has outstanding study skills, is a great test taker, is pretty intelligent, is extremely motivated, those five attributes make for a great candidate 
to test out of a degree entirely. At the same time, those five attributes also make a student want to go to classes. Um, our daughter, who is working on her fifth degree, I can't see, she would not have been happy to have tested out of a degree and then just gotten the rest of her education the way our first son did through the great courses. Um, she does the great courses. <laughs> uh, three or four of my kids do great courses um, through the library where you they, they buy them from the great courses. They ask for them for Christmas gifts and so on and so forth. And then our library also carries a lot of them. But she's not the kind of person who would have been happy with just a degree um, that she tested out of and then continued studies on her own. She loves school. And so, and our son who tested out of his entire degree said, you know what? I think it would have been fun to have taken all those classes. Yes, I knew enough to take those tests and, you know, I could do, uh, you can learn enough to take tests. You can pass tests. You can, um, retain material to pass tests. But, um, I think it would have been a lot broader, um, to have taken the courses. So, so you know, that's something to consider too. You know, do what kind of degree do they want? What kind of person are they? What kind of studier? What kind of student? And are they the kind of kid who just wants to go to school, just wants college, just wants classes? You know, the more classes, the better. So that's another thing to consider. All right, the steps in a full... Um, a full clipped out or full tested out or almost full. Like I said, it won't be full, full because um, there will probably be classes. I mean, I think Joshua's degree in uh, history is the one that has the most test or one of the most tests available um, out of any of the degrees and he even had to take two classes so um, but again those were distance he never stepped foot in a classroom um, a college classroom when he, before he ended up with his degree so it wasn't like um, he needed to go someplace he could do those distance and our daughter who's doing communications is also doing her courses distance she took a few at Ivy Tech and our couple I think at Ivy Tech and now she's doing the last few um through distance, through Thomas Edison. So um, the steps for this, for the whole degree, the first thing is to research the degrees that are available through Thomas Edison or through um, College Plus. You'll need to find out what degrees are available and if, uh, one, uh, if one of the degrees that your child is interested in pursuing is available there. Um, you can look at Thomas Edison's catalog. Uh, I'm sure that they would answer questions on the phone. The same thing is with College Plus. They, you know, love for students to enroll in their program, I'm sure. And um, we know some of the coaches and teachers, uh, overseers of that program. And it is. It's a good program. You do end up with a, a clipped-out degree. Uh, they just keep you right on the path. And um, that's really, really good for somebody who might become lax. If you don't think your child will actually do it, okay, now it's time for another test. I need to take this test and so on and so forth. Then College Plus would be the way to go because uh, you're paying the money and you're going to do the work. <laughs> um, even Thomas Edison, even though they might map it out for you or tell you what to do, they're not going to tell you, okay, for two weeks you're going to study, you know, these literature topics and then the next two weeks you're going to study these literature topics. It's just much more planned out step by step through College Plus than it is at Thomas Edison. But, you know, if your child is motivated enough, our daughter, um, she had no trouble at all, but she is going to be 25 when she finishes her degree. She uh, went and worked at a ministry and got an associate's degree from them first. Um, so she's, and now she's doing this communications degree. And she worked at a ministry, a drama ministry, for six years. And now she's back home finishing this degree. So, um, you know, she's also an adult. 
so to speak. And it's much harder for an 18-year-old to do that. So to do it entirely, check out the degrees and consider, you know, if the degrees that your child is interested in um, are offered through Thomas Edison or College Plus and take some practice CLEP tests. You'll be able to tell through the practice CLEP tests, um, you know, how hard or how easy it is. Now, if you know for sure that your child is going to CLEP out of a degree entirely, you can start this process early. I think it might be as early as 14, maybe 12, but I think it might be 14. I know we've had several students who um, have taken our classes and then at the end of biology, 14 years old, a couple of them have gone on and taken the biology CLEP right away and passed it. Um, Joshua's offered some CLEP CLEP classes, and all the students who did his whole course passed the CLEP test that they took. So um, he uh, he offered that through our cottage classes. It's a ton of work for him, and it's only a handful of students who are interested in it. So we, we're probably going to try it again, but um, he offered like literature and psychology and sociology and and so forth to get kids ready for their CLEP test. But to have them check out some CLEP books from the library and study the material and take some practice tests. It tells you in the CLEP books what the score needs to be. Um, some colleges, you know, you'll, it'll also tell you in the CLEP book, check with your the college that you're going to get your degree from to determine whether or not, um, you know, you can pass with that score or not because some of them are 50 um some of them are 55 some are 60 and some are some colleges say you know we'll take a clip but only if it's this score and it might be higher than what's the norm what the normal score is for a clip so take some practice tests and see if that is something you know that your child might be interested in and um so then go from there. There's a lot to think about in CLEP testing, and, it, and it's a lot of work. But college is a lot of work, you know. It's a big savings. It's a huge, huge savings. I mean, some of my kids are getting degrees at places that are like 150 to $250 a credit hour. Um, you know, and here we're talking, I don't even know what it is to CLEP, maybe $60 for a four-hour class to CLEP or a three-hour class. Uh, to clip out of it, and then there might be a small charge according to each college you send it to or whatever, or you can just bank them someplace, but um, way, 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 way cheaper, like in the, you know, fraction of the cost, like probably even if you went through College Plus, I'm guessing that you could get a degree for 25% of what it would cost for, definitely 25% of what it costs for you to go live someplace and do it, um, live at a college and, and like a state college or something, but even, um, uh, if you live at home and go to college locally, it's still probably under half the price um, of taking it, of taking, going to college full-time someplace and getting a degree that way. Okay, and finally then, clepping some of a degree. Um, first of all, just some general um, aspects of this. The first thing is that, generally speaking, when you clep um, a few classes towards a degree that a certain college will take being any college that you're planning to get your degree from, um, it generally does not affect your GPA. This can be good and bad because, um, like, uh, if it is a class that you would have done, that your student would have done really well in and would have gotten her GPA up, then it will not be a positive, it couldn't, you know, possibly not be a positive thing. However, if it is something um, that you know, maybe she would have gotten a B or whatever or a C even. And uh, in that case, then it would be 
perhaps better to clap out. Uh, it is it is transferred over usually as a pass-fail. Again, everything that I'm saying here is dependent upon each student's major, each student's you know college uh, from which she's getting the degree and so forth. Um, another thing about clapping is that in high school, from at at least age 14 and up, it is a great way to get some courses behind you. It's a really good feeling for students to graduate, you know, one year into their college degree. Um, or I've even, you know, had kids who are closer to two years into into a college degree. And that's a really great feeling to have that. Um, but uh, what I'm getting ready to say here at the end of this part is that you have to know where you're headed. Otherwise, the money that you will save, clepping out, the great way to get courses behind you, um, the graduating from high school with certain number of credits and so on and so forth, all of that is null and void. If your major doesn't take those classes, you don't need those classes, you don't have enough electives. Um, our daughter-in-law was going into elementary education and, you know, it was like, well, you can clap out of some electives, right? There were hardly any electives available. Her degree was so packed that um, she didn't even need electives. So even clapping out of electives wasn't really an option if your degree is really, really full. Um, if you don't know where you're headed, then the, then you're not going to save the money. You're not going to save the time and all that because your student may have, you know, three three semesters of college behind him but have nothing or very little that he needs for the degree that he's pursuing or perhaps the college that he's going to doesn't even take it uh the credits that he's got so um with that, I want to give you some steps to help avoid that um, in this idea of clipping out a part of a degree first of all uh just uh, some simple steps that you'll need to do that I recommend before you just start clepping, you know, uh, willy nilly, because I know that it's, it's tempting when you know your student can pass. I mean, when our kids and Joshua was 16 and Kayla was, no, Joshua was like 15 and Kayla was 12. Um, they heard about clubs and so they got club test books and they started taking them at home. And, you know, every day it was like, I got microbi microbiology. I got, you know, macroeconomics, you know, and all this. And it was fun and it was exciting, you know, that they could pass these practice tests at home so easily, um, in some subject areas. And so, uh, you know, that aside, that's not going to do you any good if it doesn't really lend itself towards a degree. So here are some steps that you'll want to take if your student um, wants to clap out of some of your, some of his degree. The first thing is that as soon as he knows to choose all potential majors that he might be pursuing. So if there are three things that he's interested in pursuing, um, he needs to list all of those majors. Now, you want this to look somewhat like a Venn diagram, so to speak, in that you want to list all the majors and all the classes underneath that made each major that he will need. Um, you know, you can get this from the college that he might attend, um, or you know, maybe multiple colleges. But um, if there are different degrees from different colleges that he's interested in, but you know, so suppose you know he's interested in, you know teaching history. He's interested in political science to perhaps pursue a law degree later. And then he's interested in, um, uh, history teaching, uh, political science and, um, 
um, something to do with like emissaries or ambassadors or something like that, you know, uh, relations, world relations type of thing. Um, so you list all of those and then you find the courses that overlap. This is if he doesn't know his degree. If he knows what one degree he's going to do, then you're, it's a lot easier. But if he doesn't know, then you find that the degrees that he wants and you, you know, make a diagram of sorts and circle the things that go together. So in other words, if there are six classes or 10 classes that all three degrees require, those are the ones you want to mark, highlight, diagram, whatever. You want that list of the classes that regardless of which of the three majors he would study, he would need those classes. Then you want to list all his potential colleges. Um, that will kind of go, it, it should kind of go with the first major, but like our son now, he's interested in, um, you know, like sports ministry from one college, um, uh, youth ministry from that same college. Um, we are interested in him pursuing something like physical therapy or sports medicine or something, um, as well. And that's from another college. So when he listed all of those out, he didn't, and we didn't actually, one of our sons helped him, um, because, the kids know how to do this better than we do. So um, once he listed all those, then he found the classes that would overlap. Now, with the physical therapy assistant, there weren't very many at all. You know, there weren't very many classes that overlapped with the others. But there were a few general education classes that he would need in that. So then he listed all the potential colleges. And for him, that was two different ones. Um, and from that, he merged the list of classes to see which college accepted CLEP tests in that. You can't assume that just because there is a CLEP test available for a class that your college will accept it. As a matter of fact, one of our daughter's degrees, uh, the one who is working on her Master's of Divinity, her fifth degree now, one of her colleges hardly accepted any. But then when she went for her biblical studies degree, they accepted a lot more. So her nursing degree, she didn't clip out of all that many things before she began that because it was in associates. Then when she moved over to her bachelor's, she could clip out of a lot more and transfer those credits out, as well as using the classes that she took locally before she really knew what she was majoring in. She was able to, to transfer those out as well. So from those merge lists, find out which colleges would accept which ones. And then you have a list of cleppable classes for your student. Because no matter what you do, your college will accept all of these and, um, and this other college will accept all of these. And everything that you've circled is also needed for the major that your child is, is majoring in. And so, um, you know, that you, you've had, you have a cleppable list at that point. Now, at whatever time your student knows what he wants to major in, you know, that's more clep possibilities and more clep possibilities there as well. Now, one more little note about clepping in general, um, out of classes that are in your child's major, um, you want to be careful. Yes, he might, especially if it's his major, he might really, really know a lot about a certain subject. So it, it would seem that he should go ahead and clep out of um, classes, you know, that he knows a lot in. You know, that, that would seem logical with that because he knows a lot of that subject. But you want to be careful about clepping out of classes that he, um, that go towards his major because you 
usually when a child, when you have a class that goes towards a major, that means that he's going to have more classes in that same subject area later on. And if he clapped out of it, that means he knows the bare minimum to get that credit. And so he might not have the building blocks that are needed in order to take the next class and the next class. Um, also, it's just good to get your GPA high in your area that you're majoring in. So that's another reason why you might not want um, your student to clep out of things that are in his major. So I know I've thrown a lot at you, and there's and there's just so much to think about Um uh, I would be happy to answer questions if anybody wants to email or Facebook or message us. Um, if you have friends who are interested in this, you know, you spread this around, uh, pass our, send our link around with our handout and so forth. Um, maybe uh, the good place to start is to get Brad Voller's Accelerated Distance Learning Book and um, just, you know, see where it leads. You know, I think that partnering with our children in their future is just so important. Um, and, you know, with large families and the expenses of college and everything, uh, it, it's a good idea to try to save money wherever you can. Um, it's stretching experience for your student as well. Um, and it also is a confidence builder. Uh, our, my students who, you know, clept out of things, you know, they're just very confident that they can handle college, you know, because they already go into it with credits. So, um, anyway, hopefully this has been helpful to you. Um, please check out some of our other materials. I just did a podcast episode about college kids living at home uh, during their college years or else young adults living at home during their young adult years after they're out of high school. And I hope that you'll go listen to that and uh, get some insights um, to keep that influence in your child's life for as long as you can. Keep that positive effect that you have on your child. Uh, We have Lots of things from preschool all the way up to 12th grade. Lots of language arts materials. um, Lots of uh, English products and some uh, preschool materials and parenting tools. And hopefully you can schedule a Raising Kids with Character or Homeschooling with Character seminar. Uh, We'd love to come to your area for a homeschool convention. We have 60 topics plus um, that we can do workshops on. And um, we're also available to do uh, writing workshops with uh, parents and students. So uh, keep in touch and thank you for joining us for another Wondering Wednesday podcast episode.